This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek, back in the studio in Ocala, Florida. I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for September 3rd, episode 2760, brought to you today by Kentucky. Is it Kentucky Performance Products? Yes. yes. It's Friday. Oh, thank God it's Friday. <laughs> good morning, horse people. Sorry. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's so nice to be home. You know, one of the things I miss the most is my dual monitors. I missed all my monitors. Having one little tiny shared. laptop. <laughs> so spoiled. <laughs> but I did. That's what I missed. I missed my wow. monitors. And my pony. And we got the pony. We came home. I and say, there could be more. There, there should be more ahead of a second monitor. <laughs> I don't know. I live in my office, so the monitors are important. But yeah, we're home. We made it home safely the other day after two days of driving on Route 95. Still the most horrific bumpy road in the world. Uh, South Carolina really needs to spend some money on road maintenance. That's all I'm saying. Oh, really? 95? <laughs> yeah, 95, yep. Route 95, so much fun. Uh, there was one bump that was in Georgia, though. You, where you hit the big bumps when you're trailering, and I know everybody that's had a horse trailer has the same experience, is when you're just getting to the bridges, there's kind of a dip in a lot of them. Well, the one in Georgia, I mean, pretty much sent us airborne. I came out up out of the seat. I, I thought if there was a horse back there, he would be on the ground. Uh, Georgia, get it together. That one bridge was horrible. So, so yeah, we are back home. And today's show, we're going to be answering some questions. Jennifer's going to join us in just a minute here. And we're going to be answering some questions, kind of a, a roadshow wrap-up. Auditors had some questions, and we're going to answer those. And then we have some really bad ads, and that's what we have going on for today's show. So if you don't want to hear anything more about the roadshow, then maybe wait till next week. But, or just fast-forward to really bad ads. Yeah, Fine. yeah, just really bad ads will be at the end of the show. You know where to find it uh just fast forward to that but yes, because for- i'm going to be asking you the questions that the listeners have submitted correct that is correct so we'll see what we can answer out of those uh it is nice to be home i will say uh, it's uh nice to have a, a bigger place than 25 square feet uh, and I think that Jennifer more than agrees with that. <laughs> she, <laughs> she got to ride her horse this morning. We'll ask. We'll ask how he was because everybody knew he was a little lame when we left. So we can we can find out about that when she joins us. But in the meantime, let's do some daily winnies. I have a multi-part daily winnie. I'm not going to play the sound for each one. So I do have a couple of happy birthdays though. Okay, Jamie, what does the two little dots over the O mean? I don't know. 
Grown ram. I'm going with that. I don't know. I'm sure it means something else and it sounds completely different. But uh, happy birthday to you and to Charlie Ann Stevens. Happy birthday to you as well. We also want to thank our farm hosts for this final week was Lindsay. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for putting up with us. Did let you- me jump in there because I'm sorry. Did I see you on a horse shooting bows and arrows? I was. Isn't that fun? It is fun. I mean, the bow and arrow part's really fun. Um, but yes, it was only because our friend Chrissy Joy was there and Lindsay was there. They basically shamed me into it, and it was peer pressure. I did it because of peer pressure. Uh, and I'll have you know that at a dead stop, I shot a bullseye in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> at a dead stop. Congratulations. <laughs> I did hit the target every time, though, so that was good. So I actually thought I did better than than I thought I would. And uh, Jennifer tried it, and Chrissy Joy tried it. We all tried it. It is fun to do. Yeah, it's really fun. I, I did have a good time shooting on the ground, too. I uh, did very well there. But then I used to shoot bow and arrow. So, can, I mean, can you believe that I did that and I held it from you for 10 months? No, I can't believe it. And I also can't believe you did it without reins, cantering around there on a brand new, basically, horse uh, you know, <laughs> that had only been so trained nice. for a few months. And then you hit every target, which is amazing. <laughs> but have you done it since? Have you tried it since? Uh, well, after I sold Groot, I haven't done it since because the unfortunate part is that post-shoulder surgery, I can't draw uh, back. Yeah. So I have to wait until I can. And so we have – Chad and Lucas shoot bows and arrows out front all the time. Um, and like well, especially once the Olympics started, we were like all into it. <laughs> all the Olympic sports we were trying on the farm. And uh, I pulled ba- – I went once and I was like, nope, nope. Nope. <laughs> so that'll once get better. I can get there. It'll it'll get there. Yeah, that'll get better. I, I'll do I it did again, it without I think any Zeus, pain yeah, this time. Two years, yeah. you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks. <laughs> also, a big thanks out to Jemmy and her crew at Flintstone Media for covering all the shows while we were gone. They were a great big help. We couldn't have done it without them. And and a huge thanks also to our roadshow sponsors, Kentucky Performance Products, Horse Lovers, Equity, and Uncle Jimmy's. So we appreciate all of you. And uh, they they were terrific through the whole thing as well. They shared everything. It was uh, so nice to have the support that we did. Okay, this is going to be random. Uh, stick with me here. Uh, my daily Winnie goes out to Danny. And Danny is a young lady that lives in Oregon. And if you're listening, Danny, you know who you are. Because... I'm involved in in a, in a case, a, a, like a safe sport case. You've been arrested and, again. <laughs> exactly. I'm involved <laughs> in a case. Uh, and, and so I've had to reconnect with people from my past, be it a couple years ago or I reconnected with somebody yesterday from 20 years ago. And so I've had to really reach out to a whole bunch of different people. And one of them was my old coach, which had been way too long, Barb Crabo in Arizona. So I had to talk to her and she's like, we're we're just chatting like old friends. Right. And she's like, you're never going to believe this. I said, what? She said, I was this past weekend in Oregon teaching a clinic and this girl comes up to me. Now, for those who know, Barb helped me through a lot of drama. That's how I became that girl. I went to Barb to like save myself because, and she's a, a five-star eventer, awesome, awesome instructor in Arizona. And uh, she was teaching a clinic there. And, and, and I talked about her quite a bit on the show because she was very helpful in keeping me alive. Um, so 
she said she was, she was like, I was at this clinic and we're done for the day and everybody's sitting down having, you know, dinner. And this girl comes up to her and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm finally meeting the Barb Cravo. And Barb is like, well, nice to meet you. What's your name? Danny. Oh my God. It's the Barb Cravo. <laughs> and I might be exaggerating a little bit, but I, Barb's kind of deadpan. So I have to like give it, get a little emotion. Uh, apparently, and Barb's like, ha, ha, okay. And she's like, no, I listened to a podcast and <laughs> this girl, Jamie Jennings, literally talked about you every day. And I'm finally meeting you. This is so cool. <laughs> so years, I don't know if she listens anymore. Barb didn't know if she listens anymore. But Danny, if you do, please reach out. And sorry, I did your voice that way. It was just funnier. <laughs> I'm sure she sounds just like that. You might not be 15 years old, but to me, you are. <laughs> Yeah, I got a little bit of that on this trip. So, Barb, you, you, now you got a little bit of it, too. That's <laughs> funny. Even uh, uh, Karen from Kentucky Performance Products, she said she she has people call in all the time and say, hey, I heard you on the show. You're you're famous. So, yeah. So, Super yay. Cool. Good for you. Well, and good for Barb. I'm glad you got to talk to her again. She, was she at the American Eventing Championships going on right now? I don't know. Yeah. I talked to her on Monday, so... It looked like the weather cleared. They got that storm that came through. And by the way, our best to everybody in the Northeast. What a nightmare. We got out just in time. Um, what a nightmare, the flooding. And uh, I know a lot of our auditors had damage to their homes and stuff. So we're thinking about you guys. And I know that the first day or two of the AECs was very wet. So it did clear up, and I think things are good now. And they're, we'll have a report on that next week. Well, let's get to Kentucky Performance Products and hear from them, and then we'll get Jennifer on here, and uh, we'll answer some listener questions about the roadshow. She had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out, swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, we brought the better half of Glenn and Jen That's into sure. the fray <laughs> to talk a little bit about the road show. And first of all, I got to say, I'm so proud of you, uh, Glenn, because, you know, it was a dream that you had and you're really good at going after your dreams. And Jen, you're really good at letting him and putting up with him <laughs> while it's going on. So we, we all have our, our strengths. Yes. <laughs> your strength is to just. Okay, fine. Oh, you're like, whatever. <laughs> there was a lot of that in the last 35 days. <laughs> That's a crazy long trip. All right. So some of the questions that our listeners had, I'll get to. But first, I want to know, how's your pony? I got to, I rode Nigel first thing this morning and uh, yippee skippy stars and sparkles. There was sweat that where there should be sweat. Yay. Um, only rode yeah. for about, about 45 minutes because he, he was... He hadn't completely stopped sweating while we were away, but it was greatly reduced, so the riding stopped about two weeks ago. Um, but he did sweat a little bit where he should have this morning, and he was 
amazing. The power trot. Oh, I could tell he'd been under in work. He was like, yay, my horse is really fit. It's wonderful. That's yay. Great. So That's exciting. cool. Very good. Well, I'm glad. I think we'll get to him a little bit more uh, later on here. But the Rhonda has a question. And um, you guys can both answer this one. Was the road show harder to plan than you thought it would be? Or was the planning fun? And how much of the plan did you actually follow? It was very time consuming. Like we, but that's not a surprise. We knew it was going to be time consuming. Um, so, and I did plan things pretty well. And we had, we had spreadsheets and we knew when we were going to be driving places. So I think, you know, we were talking about it on, on the way home that because of the planning, it went pretty smoothly. Um, you know, we, we moved when we were supposed to, we stopped when we were supposed to, we knew where we were going to be driving. Driving times always were longer than we predicted, which is true. But it took a lot of planning because we had to figure out where we were going, where it was, how much time it was going to be driving there, when we were going to pack up and move again, when we were going to do the meetups, which I think ended up being 10 of them. So, and then all the planning for the meetups and stuff, which a great help from the people who organized those. Thank you so much to all the auditors who organized those. So, I mean, it was really our farm hosts and auditors organized it. And then the farm hosts did some planning too, because they all had stuff planned for when we got there. So I think, Jennifer, do you agree that I think the planning is what helped make this go well? The planning was essential. The planning was not fun because every time Glenn would get stuck, he would say, come over here. I just need to talk about this. And I would spend the next 45 minutes smiling and going, yeah, uh uh-huh, good, uh uh-huh, yeah, while he spouted off 35 days worth of this, that, and the other thing that had to be planned because that's part of Glenn's process. So it was not fun. It was not fun. <laughs> the roadshow was more fun than the planning of the roadshow. <laughs> which, is, which is true of a lot of things we do. I will say that we did about 80, to answer the second question, how much of the plan we actually yeah, follow? About follow? 80% of it. There were two meetups that we got canceled. And part of that was from lack of interest. There was like one person signed up. So um, so we canceled those. And so, yeah. So, I mean, we did about 80% of the plan. That's great. Okay, yep. Nic- Nicola has a question, and uh, it is, or two questions, actually. What has been the most interesting thing you have taken from meeting listeners? Or is it just that everyone likes listening to you and Jamie chit-chat over anything else? Number two is true. <laughs> Apparently, they like just hearing us talk. They still like it better when we're talking and there's no guests or only one guest. That is one thing I learned. And I I was able to quiz maybe 100 people, you know, during this trip and find out what they like and don't like and all of that. And, you know, remember in the old days, we used to have three guests on every episode. Mm-hmm. And then we went to two and and we stick to two, one or two now. And they all prefer one or two and they all prefer listening to us blab about our lives, apparently. Um, which it was kind of surprising to us back then. It still is a little bit surprising. See, and I've heard the, oh my God, you guys just talk too much before you get to it. Okay, well, you know, go find another show. They're exactly. all <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but then this show was designed to be a morning show, a morning drive radio show. And what do morning drive radio guys talk about and women talk about? Their Nonsense. lives. Nonsense and their lives, right? So that's what they talk about. So that's what this show was designed to be. Uh, but I did hear that almost universally. Um, and Jennifer, do you have what's the most interesting thing you've taken away from meeting listeners? Something that really struck me again and again is how clever everybody is solving their own problems. We we like to assume 
that our horse life closely closely resembles everybody else's horse life. And when you do a trip like this where it covers a large geographic area, you realize how much different everybody's problems and solutions are. And a problem that might be for somebody in Michigan would never be a problem that anybody would even think of in Pennsylvania and a completely different solution might happen in Ohio. That was what I found so fascinating. Can you give me an example? Give me an example. Let's see here. The, when we went to Hannah's, they have an older property that was a fix up. They, it was all the, all the stuff was there, but it all had not really been well-maintained before they bought it. So they're all in the process of redoing and reshaping and, and repairing and fixing everything. And the solutions they came up with to make an old barn work for modern horse care were really cool. She, the way they redid the stalls, the way they did the floors, the, where they put the fans, how they created a tack room where there wasn't one, uh, th- that kind of stuff was really neat. I enjoyed it a lot. Cool. And, uh, you know, one of the things that struck me was how much uh, stuff that people buy as a result of our advertisements that we do. <laughs> how about saw, how much stuff people buy? I saw a lot of advertiser <laughs> stuff in, in all the different barns, which made me very happy. Uh, and they all said, yep, I bought it because you guys recommended it. So uh, that was, that was kind of nice. That was really nice to know. But just getting to know them and what they do. One of the things we got to know them better when you live, when you're at their farm and you're at their place, you find out, what they do for a living, and you really get to talk about that. And we have some listeners, we've always known this, because we've had them on the show, but we have listeners with very cool, very important jobs, much more important than the crap we do here in the morning. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we have some listeners with that have very important jobs, and it was kind of neat to hear about those. And then, of course, to meet all their ponies. And we must have met, Jamie, about 150 dogs. Um, and about a thousand cats. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you come to my farm and just like 20 years, there's five dogs on it. So yeah. <laughs> you, know, you made me one horse and five dogs. So. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we, we met all really cool dogs too. Um, and let's see, Diane has a question and this one will make you really happy considering you just got back <laughs> to two monitors and you're just nice and comfortable in your chair. When is radios on coming back? Uh, next question. All right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it was it was the two women on this call right now who basically said, you cannot do Radiothon again until we figure it out better so it's not so much work for you. It doesn't almost kill you. So am I, I wrong about that? that? <laughs> I didn't say it. Bring, it, bring him down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see, Glenn, 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 that's how he remembers the conversation. Oh, uh, I remember Jamie saying, we're never doing that again unless you can figure out how to be at less work. So... When, in fact, the conversation went like this. We are not doing Radiothon again unless we can figure out how to make it easier so you're not so grumpy. Exactly. See, that's... See, I don't live with you, so it's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Two monitors. Next question. It's easy. (laughs) All right. The next question, Chantel. How quickly was... I love this one. How quickly was Jen riding once you got back? Did she wait till you parked the car and and the camper, or did she fling herself out of the door and run to her field as you were driving down the driveway? And made me think of tuck and roll, Jen. Now we do know you were riding this morning. So it took me till the, it only took me till this morning because they had replaced the driveway pad, so we couldn't drive across it with the trailer. 
That was the only reason it took t- took till this morning because there was a construction project in progress. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Ellen says, <laughs> "Are you going to do it again? And when are you coming to do New York?" Well, we'll see. We haven't talked about. I mean, we talked about maybe doing West Coast next year, and and partly because we want to come out and see your place. <laughs> so, um, I'm not on the West Coast, I'm smack in the middle. Yeah. Well, we have to go by you to get to the West Coast. So mm-hmm. uh, that was a consideration. The problem with that trip is everything is so far apart. I mean, in the East Coast, at least things are closer. Like our average drive day switching from locations was two to three hours, maybe. And, yeah. you know, out in the West Coast, that's 10 to 12 hours. <laughs> so uh, we have to really take a look at how we can make that happen. If nothing else, we'll just up, go... Buttercup. If nothing Come else, on. we'll just go camp at your place for a week. Uh. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your second question, Ellen, when are you going to come to New York? I am dying to come to New York. It's all about when are they going to let me come to New York? Because I really do want to come. You're not allowed in New York? Well, they have a lot of COVID restrictions changing all the time. And until when this stuff is over, I am so coming to New York for the weekend. I just, I love it. Are you doing clinics? Maybe Ellen could put a clinic together. Or I could just go hang out and drink <laughs> wine with Ellen. That sounds more fun. Um, Kayla wants to know, what was your favorite moment? You know, I think mine was... Let just, me just answer it for you. It was the time you met me in Kentucky. That was part of it, up. actually. So uh-huh. um, it was looking around during meetups and just watching everybody talking, having a good time. And the fact that even though they had never met, the auditors all knew each other. Uh, from the auditor room. So it was kind of neat just seeing them all talking and to see what what we have created, all the hosts and everybody has created that community. So it was kind of neat seeing the community come together and for me to just sit back and watch. And that, yeah. w- that was really neat. That's awesome. Laureen wants to know, is there something that turned oh, wait out a minute. different? J- Jennifer, I want to hear, what? did Jennifer have a favorite moment? Oh, I- I'm sorry, Jennifer. I'm so rude. Oh, I had... St- <laughs> No, I had so many, okay. so many favorite moments. All right. Yeah. This, yeah. You know, one of our, my favorite moments was seeing Equiderma products everywhere. I mean, there were <laughs> Equiderma products everywhere. Almost every one of our stops had Equiderma products. And I would say that the the skin lotion product was probably the one we saw the most of, right, Jennifer? I think that was the one that... was. Yeah, and that was surprising. I thought it would be okay. the fly spray, but it was the skin lotion. The, yeah. the most important question is how many Kentucky Performance chapsticks do you have left over? We have quite a few. Do you need some? Yes, box all of them up and send them to me because I will tell you that I might, you know, you had like a little table and you had like some samples out and some cookies and some microderma stuff and you had the KPP chapsticks and I might have stolen about 17. Well, she did send 725. Yeah, she sent a lot. So just box up the rest and send them out because literally it's like, like I said, it's like the hot sauce. I put that on everything. Um, Okay. Was there something that turned out different than you thought it would from Laureen? Boy, I didn't have an answer for this. Did you, Jennifer? Yes. Okay. I did. I have one. Living in the camper was way easier than I thought it would be. Really? That's interesting. Yes. You know what? It kind of got to the point where, you know how they say, you know, whatever happens in life, you kind of get used to it. Like if something breaks, you kind of get used to it not being there or there's something on the ground and, and, and it sits. Or in your case, the children, your husband and the kid, you know, spread clothes all over the house. And after a day or two, you don't even notice them anymore. It was kind of that way. After a week or two is just what we did. We got up in the morning and we lived in the camper. 
So it just, you get used to it. You get used to anything. You know, they say that, but you truly do. I would say that I did not expect you to get on a horse, especially mounted archery. So that was different. It was peer pressure, total peer pressure. Chrissy Joy, thank you very much. Twist your arm. And Lindsay. Uh, I mean, I can answer this now because we just. And she it. had a horse that was absolutely not going to kill me. That was the other. That rocket. Yeah, that ro- rocket. Yeah. Rebecca says, "What are some things you would do over again?" I would say, "Ride fat rocket and shoot bows and arrows." But go ahead, what would your answer? <laughs> so I would say, obviously, use the camper again. There, no way we would have done this trip staying in hotels. That would have been awful. Because we were changing, uh, you know, we were changing every two to three days we were moving. Can you imagine packing yourself up in a hotel, moving to a new hotel every two or three days? Yeah, it sucks. It would suck. I mean, it would just suck. And then checking into hotels is much more time consuming than campgrounds. Campgrounds, most of the time, they just tell you what site to go to and you go. And you know what takes longer is when the person drops you off at the wrong hotel. <clears throat> that too. I mean, that too. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that that that's something that uh, we would do over again is just, I would, if I did it again, I would make sure the planning was as extensive as it was this time. Gotcha. Rebecca, good question. She also wants to know what are some things you wish never happened? Uh, Jennifer almost getting killed in Michigan. What's yours, Jennifer? (laughs) (laughs) Some things I wish never happened. Um, Hmm. I can't think of anything. Oh, no, none of those for me. Yeah. Yeah. The shaking fork going off in the back and you guys thinking it was a bomb. Made that a great story. Funny. Actually, it's yeah. a, the next question was the funniest thing that happened. And, and, and I had the shaking fork incident in hindsight. Ah. It was the funniest thing that happened in hindsight. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. For those who didn't yeah. hear it, Glenn heard a rattling in the back of his trailer and truck. And Jen's like, stop the car. And they like jump out and they're looking. For While the on a 10% grade looking straight down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it turned out it was a shaking fork. The trigger was being pulled, so it was, it was going off. By the back. biggest hit of the trip was by far the shaking fork, by the way. Everybody yeah. had to try the shaking fork, and that was the biggest hit. Everybody okay. does the same thing they've always done. They laugh when they first press the trigger. Good idea to bring it. Yep. Um, now, what did you notice about the horse people that you met? Oh, Rebecca has a lot of questions. Yeah, so I would say that do you know how we t- always talk about on the show when you walk in a barn, it has a feel? It, you know, mm-hmm. it just, you get a feeling when you walk in a barn. Nobody has to say anything. It can be that there's nobody other humans there, but you have a feeling. And all the barns had that good feeling. I didn't walk in one barn where I felt the stress. And you know what I'm talking about, and everybody in the audience knows what I'm talking about. There wasn't one of those. And, you know, I would ex- kind of expect that because all of these were auditors too. So they're super fans of the shows. They wouldn't be listening, especially to you. Uh, they wouldn't <laughs> be listening to you if they're over there beating their horses, um, you know, and that there was a stressful barn. I didn't get that anywhere. I don't know what, how, you know, what Jennifer's answer would be, but. Uh, that- Just for those in the barn right now, um, remember if there is no stressful, annoying person in your barn, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> or you've gotten rid of all of them. Uh, so, Jennifer, what, what was your what would be your answer about the horse people we met? Um, let's see here. I think that they were universally welcoming, and I think welcoming because when we had our meetups. People from all walks of the equine universe would come. 
And there was never a sense of you don't belong or that you are outside my realm of equestrianism. Everybody was so, oh, that's so cool what you do. Let me learn more about you. Let me learn more about what you do. And let me see pictures or videos that you have in your phone of what you do with your horses. That was really cool because you have that sense because that's part of Horse Radio Network's mission is to encourage that. But it was right there in front of me. That was really neat. Gotcha. Yeah, you'll be happy to know, Jamie, that a lot of people have tried things, different disciplines, tried polo lessons, tried doing different things because they heard about it on the show. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, look at Lindsay, who we stayed with and who was the Mounted Archer. I mean, she tried Mounted Archery and now formed her own club because she heard about it on the show. So it was kind of cool seeing, you know, people trying different things because of the show, because of our show and the other shows. So that was kind of neat. And uh, let's see. I lost my place here. Jessica. Um, she the, the yeah. thing was, what did you learn about yourselves? Last question. She said, "We could live full time on the road now. Maybe if the horse is along, <laughs> maybe we gotcha. change it to the horse is along." I don't know, Jennifer. What's your same? That we didn't kill each other anyway. That we didn't kill each other. That um, as the. Roadshow progressed. Glenn's ability to take his time and put things back where they belonged decreased. So our maximum number of days on the road without coming home and completely repacking is 36 days. Okay. Good to know. Uh, Jessica said, how many times did you panic about getting into a gas station? Every single time. Uh, Will we fit? Some of those gas stations, especially in Georgia and some of the southern states, were so packed with people. And there were cars going. They're dangerous places. And everybody that's driven a a horse trailer into a gas station has the same experience. Plus, I have never figured out how to use – you know how you go to the diesel pumps in the back where the trucks go? They're completely different pumps. I I try. I could not figure it out. They're compl- Have you ever figured those out, or do you go in the front too? I've gone in the back ones, but now that I this this other truck, I just usually go the front ones. Yeah, I can't remember what was different about. Well, them. thank God, more stations have diesel now. You know, they a lot more stations have diesel now than ever did before. Yeah. And you, it, I have a diesel car. It is hilarious how many people run out going, stop! <laughs> you don't diesel! Well, that little thing shouldn't be diesel. I mean. It's a little Volkswagen <laughs> Beetle. This guy's like, what are you doing? Oh, By the way, diesel car. diesels are loud. Does that little Volkswagen Beetle go no, down the road? No, it's super cute. And, uh, <laughs> and, and this guy was like yelling. He's like, no, John. I was like, it's a diesel car. And he goes, really? <laughs> he goes, how many miles a gallon you get? And I was like, dude. 40 and he's like shut up (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of which i will tell you that so we have a gmc a 2013 gmc uh uh, duramax diesel and we did 3820 miles was the total uh and we used less than a thousand dollars in fuel we were getting over 13 even through the mountains so we were very happy with that very nice okay next one is did anything (laughs) in the cabinets break or did the fridge break while you were driving? Uh, drawers, actually, it held together surprisingly well, considering the roads in Georgia and South Carolina. But um, uh, we did have some little things that we had to fix. Uh, but yeah. nothing major. Everything held together pretty well. Well, I, w- I would add to that. Yeah. 
of all the things, nothing major. Glenn was right. A couple of minor repairs and one to do when we got home. I would say camper wise, the refrigerator, just the refrigerator in and of itself, it's design, it's placement, everything about it is a fail. Yeah. Yeah, we, really? It is not an effective refrigerator. It really doesn't keep things cold. Yeah, we, we did a fight with the fridge a bit. If you're parked at a campground for a week, your fridge would be fine. But moving all the time, we threw away some food. Gotcha. <laughs> um, which April wants to know, what's easier, Roadshow or Radiothon? <laughs> oh, I think it's a Roadshow. I think the Roadshow is still easier than the Radiothon. Really? Even though you were on the road for 30-something uh, days? Yeah, but we were in our own easy. little house, and we were doing our business, and, you know, we did have... I, I think it's easier than Radiothon. <laughs> I think people are learning today how hard Radiothon is. Um, well, Madison, interesting. Jennifer, would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, see? There you go. Madison wants to know, um, what was the best meal you had on the road? Oh, there were so many. Everybody cooked for us. There were some wonderful meals. I mean, everybody cooked for us. I think I did gain 10 pounds on this trip. Um, no, I we we I don't know, Jennifer, if I, you had a fail, but I mean, everybody cooked for us. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I cannot nail down one. Um, we had lasagna our first, our first night out. We had homemade lasagna, and then Hannah's mom made us gluten-free food, which was amazing. And then there was corn pudding at the one barbecue and pulled pork like 15 different times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It would have been your nightmare. It was our heaven, yeah. your nightmare. Yeah, A lot of pulled pork. Okay, yeah. sounds good. <laughs> um, Megan, final question is she wants to know, did you take turns at the dump station or was one person on the, the black tank duty? Uh, that was me. I was black tank duty. We had our, that's one of the reasons it worked so well. Jennifer did the inside. I did the outside and we didn't get in each other's way. Setting up and taking down, we had our assignments. If you're going to do this, even with a horse trailer living quarters or whatever, have your assignments. One person does one thing. One person does the other at every stop. That way there's no question about who does what. And then we all double checked each other. And thank God we did that. There's your lesson for the day is when you're doing this kind of trip and you're in a camper or living quarters, double check everything and double check each other because I would forget to put a pin in. She would forget to do this. And doing it that way made it relatively smooth. There could have been a couple disasters on this trip. And one, I forgot to put the pin in the hitch. So, I mean, just because you're doing it every day, you know, all the time, every couple days. So, yeah, definitely double check each other and each have your assignments. That definitely Good. worked better. Good. And the no, dump we'll station thing was not that big a deal. We we did fine on that. As long as you don't mess it up. You and we did poop, right. and we pooped in the toilet so there. Ew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't poop in the, in the trailer. Um okay, well that is it. Thank you Jennifer for joining us Thank and you, Jennifer. Uh, the in the in the wrap up of it. One quick thing on barbecue because I forgot. I I just told this story to Lucas this morning because something came up about buying something online your child buying you something online. And do you remember when he bought $200 worth of barbecue on Groupon on my phone? Yeah, that was a fun one. I, I had to call. You I, I, got an, I got an email saying, I just, here's your coupon for $200 worth of Groupon barbecue at a barbecue <laughs> place in Arizona. And I was like, I didn't order $200 in barbecue, but Lucas had had my phone and he also called people all the time. And so I was telling him this morning and he was like, why didn't do that? I was like, yes, you did. And so my friend was like, what did you do? And I said, I call Groupon and I'm like, hi, my son just purchased $200 worth of barbecue and I'm a vegetarian and it's not going to get eaten. And I would like to return it. And she goes, happens all the time. 
<laughs> That's funny. They don't have tofu barbecue. They didn't have that no, available. Two hundred dollars worth. I don't know. I, I I didn't go. I just got my money returned. By the way, I got to ask you about something while Jennifer's here. So we actually, when I went to the store, because we had nothing in the house, because we had taken everything out. Um, when I got home, I was going to try the Impossible Burger. I wanted to try one, but I didn't want to get the whole Burger King huge one um, and all the other crap they put on it. So I can't find them in the stores. Where do you get them? They have all the other kind, but not the Impossible Burgers. I like I actually like the Beyond Burger better. Do so you? when you Beyond? see that, yeah, it's called Beyond Burger, and you put a little avocado oil, and you kind of pan fry it or put it on the grill, but I kind of pan fry it. And the more like the more well done it is, the better I like it. So because Beyond I don't, Burger, I'll like, look for that. Okay, yeah, and you can find Beyond Burgers anywhere. Now it's the problem, I, I, they did have. There's apparently a lot of fake burgers coming out now, um, and some of them were very expensive. Two burgers for like eight dollars. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, I don't buy those. It's <laughs> like, what do I they put in it? Like Costco, you know. <laughs> Beyond Burger. Okay, because I want to try it. I'm going to give it a try. It's just good. Like, I don't like ground beef. I never did. Um, but I will take it. It's just sometimes it's nice to have like a a, a a protein that is solid. That's not like a bean. You know, it's like a like a thing, and I can slather in barbecue sauce, and that's how I like it. But okay. if it tastes, if it's too like uncooked, uh, no, I can't taste. Too well, we much like our meat. burgers crispy too, so that'd probably be fine. You yeah. Know? So yeah. just uh, six minutes on each side. I flip it probably three minutes, three minutes, three minutes, three minutes, and then I'm done. All right, cool. Well, I was trying to lead you into an Equiderma commercial earlier, and you you didn't bite. So, uh, oh gosh, uh, what I do. <laughs> I was trying to lead you into it earlier, and you went right by it. So um, I w- did want to say that we— Talking about Impossible Burgers? No, no, earlier in the middle of the questions. Uh, so we told Jana wanted to give—our landlord wanted to give scooter baths while we were gone. So we said, here, use the Equiderma stuff. I got to tell you, the Equiderma shampoo, when we got back, Scooter's looking mighty fine. He's probably looking better than he has in a very long time. His skin, he hasn't rubbed his tail completely out. His skin doesn't seem to be— as itchy as it was, it really does a good job. So uh, I know you use that and some of the skin lotions and stuff too. And I'm telling everybody, if you haven't tried Equiderma products, go try them. About 90% of our listeners now have tried it, it looks like, judging from their barns. Uh, between the fly spray and the other products, go to Equiderma.com and check them out today. Thank you, Jennifer. Did she leave already? I she's, she's gone. gone. She's <laughs> Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a lazy fair. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It's that time of the week when we do some really bad ads, and these are brought to you by horselovers.com. By the way, I only found one person on this entire trip who doesn't like really bad ads. 
everybody else, really? 99% Somebody of them doesn't? Liked. What did they say about it? They I said, I just didn't want to, uh, I don't think they ever liked really bad ads. So, you know, they don't like in the beginning, they're not going to like it later. Uh, so, yeah, but everybody likes the post show. So if you're not an auditor yet, you need to become an auditor. Go to our Facebook page or go to our website, horseradionetwork.com. Scroll down the right-hand side of the page, become an auditor for as little as $3 a month, and you get the post show. And that's the, was the most commented on thing of the trip, was everybody likes the post show. Why? I don't know, because we just... Just talk about nonsense, but apparently they like that. So tell us what is going to be our prizes for this month that are donated by horse lovers. Okay, the classic equine flexion front boots, your choice of any size or color. Flexion technology provides an individual abrasive resistant cells that provide protection never before seen on equine leg protection. The Legacy 2 designs provide suspensory support without inhibiting movement, reinforcing the horse's natural motion while protecting the critical structures of the leg. What is next, Glenn? Uh, the Enel, is it Enel? Enel bra. That's what's next. Do you want me to tell you about the bra, Jamie? I would love for you to tell us about it. In pursuit of the perfect bra, which, you know, we all do at one point or another, Enel recruited several. It is a very true thing. <laughs> if you have one, I just bought another, like, similar bra on Amazon because I was like, this one's my favorite. I need 10 of these. Carry on. Uh, and now recruited several women for wear testing, and Jamie was one of them, and teamed up with no. the leading authority on sports bra research. After extensive testing in a sports biomechanics lab, by the way, can God, I apply can for you a job how there? Cameras are like on your boobs. So, like, do they put those little like electrodes on them to like see how much about? How do I don't you know. get that Carry job? On. The Anel sports bra. <laughs> <laughs> the Anel sports bra was introduced. I wouldn't leave you for that job. I lie a lot, too. Uh, the Anel Sports Bra was introduced in 1993. Anel Sport has multiple sizes for high-impact activities. Well, I guess we could call horses that. And is the leading bra in the sports world. So they cover all the sports world, not just the horse world. But these are like an $80 bra they're giving away. So. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes things are just worth it, Glenn. Uh, and But we're going to give you one for free. Defender Platinum 1200D Standout Turnout sheet navy with teal trim the defender platinum platinum standard turnout sheet is the ultimate way to keep your horse dry and comfortable no matter what the weather is and the 1200d outer shell is durable waterproof and breathable it features adjustable dual front closures shoulder gussets for freedom of movement crisscross surf singles with rubber slots adjustable and removable leg straps uh, technically fast and has a, a, the D-rings for the optional neck cover also a reflective chest and tail flap strip for a nighttime visibility thank you horse lovers for providing all of these prizes that's a total of about $400 in prizes so there that you go insane. All right. well we did get submitted by a lot of people we won't have time for them but just know if we don't read your ad you are in the running Cynthia, Jessica, Katie and Anna and Alicia uh, now if we do read your ad, you've got an entry into the prize. Now, if you read your own and email it in, you get two entries. And that is what I, uh, actually Alicia did. Hi, Jamie and Glenn. Hi. I'm here with a really bad ad. It's Lori. The problem oh, with me submitting one, really Lori bad first. <laughs> ads is me visiting any horse for sale page is kind of like a hoarder with a job at the Salvation Army thrift store. But I did wander through the local Craigslist, and this is interesting. It says, horseback riding lessons and parties, $30. I guess the posters are not into a lot of verbiage. That's it. It doesn't specify what you get for your $30. A riding lesson? For how long? A party? Again, for how long? Do they bring the party to you, or do you come to them for the party? What kind of party? Pony rides? 
there are some photos of a frightened-looking child on horseback, at least as in the moment. <laughs> and also some photos of a sort of purple-themed party table set on top of a purple Navajo blanket, but that's it. This ad is definitely not detail-oriented. I'll send you the link so you can see it for yourselves, and have a great day. Bye. Please do, Lori. Oh, my gosh. Is she from Jersey, too? <laughs> what kind of person do you have to be to do birthday parties with ponies? You have to be a very patient human. I could not do that. You know, my first pony, Snowflake, she was a pony party horse. That's how my parents ended up buying her. There was an ad in the paper for a white pony that was retiring from the pony party game. And so my parents bought it and brought it to the house. That sucker didn't know nothing. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't catch her. You couldn't tack her up. You couldn't. That's all she did she was had, go around in circles. <laughs> she had zero gear except for full gallop, which, you know what? Looking back, God, I love that pony. We just flew around <laughs> everywhere. I didn't have to kick you her. You learned she to ride. <laughs> she just run, and I couldn't get a bridle on her, so I would take a piece of bailing twine and tie it to the halter. And my mother would take photographs of me riding her in my pajamas, galloping around, like completely out of control and take pictures before school and no helmet, no nothing. It's like, I, I, I remember, I've looked at the pictures like, Mom, were you trying to kill me? Like, <laughs> what? Anyway, yes, pony parties. That's what you do. And Alicia, right. we'll get to yours a little later. I had them in the wrong order. Yeah. Uh, Faye sent the next one in, and this is AQHA, APHA. God, there's a Facebook page for the thing. Okay. AQHA, APHA, OTTB slash TB for sale slash trade in NCSC, GAFLNTN. <laughs> Those are some w weird groups to put together of horses there, but okay. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Here we go. So obviously, this is in the South and Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina, and South Carolina. 11K, and you can have them all. <laughs> I'm getting out of this for a while, taking in projects and staying with my three main horses. For extra $200, I'll even throw my dog in the lot so you can keep the cow in it. What? Oh, I think throw they meant the dog, dog pen, lot. the dog lot. I think if they oh, meant pen. Oh, dog lot. I'm like, you're selling your dog for so you can keep the cow in it. Two-year-old paper blue roan, 60 to 90 days, pushing 15 hands. Five-year-old grade, 13.2 hand pony, intermediate rider and up. One to two-year-old mini zebu bull. There's no picture of the zebu bull, which is a weird little <laughs> bull. Um, and, and if you're going to keep it in that dog lot for $200, it ain't going to stay in there, friend. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's like a six-by-six six dog run like made out of chain link fence. Don't keep nothing in there. Come and on. The uh, two-year-old papered roan, you get a picture of the top half of the horse without even the face. Yeah. Just kind of. And it looks like it's running away or about to kick the person <laughs> taking the Could have done better in the pictures there. Kayla sent this one in. A gated, G-A-T-E-D, a gated horse for sale. Oh, it's all one sentence. Gated horse for sale has great gates. She, she a great horse to get <laughs> it's like a tongue twister and nothing is spelled right no. gated is g-a-t-e-d no. every time you hear it gated horse for sale has great gates she a great horse to a round hasn't problem only reason sell her i got too many horses come on take the extra five seconds and type <laughs> out the rest of that for god's sake <laughs> 
That was like it's a tongue like, twister. I just, I'm always, I'm always just so shy. Like, are you trying to sell this? Okay. Are you trying? Oh, Jesus. Help me. What is this next thing that I'm looking at, sissy? Good Lord. This is the horse trailer for sale for $400. Where is this? Oh, in Bushnell, Florida. Glenn, how far is Bushnell? I have no me? idea you where that go is. Pick this sucker yeah. up. Okay. I don't even know if I can describe this. Let's imagine that somebody was making a trailer and they had built, it's a like, would hope to be a round front two horse type trailer, but they like just made the outline of it. And then they had all the other pieces, like the top and the front and the sides and everything, but they never put them on. They just shoved them inside the frame, like the skeleton. <laughs> so there's a bunch of garbage stuffed inside the skeleton of this trailer. You could put it together for yourself for just the bargain price of $400, by the way, everything is completely rusted. The window, although upside down, is not broken. So there's that. Um, this is oh, ridiculous. I didn't even see that. It, they hid the tires, if you notice. You can't see if there's any tires. Ain't no tires on there. <laughs> by the way, we saw quite a few really bad ads trailers and yards on the way up and down this country. There's a I'm lot sure of those out there. All right. So um, now we're going to go to Alicia's ad. Hi, my name is Alicia. I'm a newer listener from Central Texas. Hi, Love Alicia. the show. I have a really bad ad or entertaining ad to share, in my opinion. I'm not a native Texan, so I'm definitely not going to try to attempt to do a Texas accent so they don't kick me Come out. On. But <laughs> this is from the Texas uh, Horse Trader Facebook group, and it's an ad for someone looking for a trainer. Looking for a trainer. We bought him as Green Broke but he's far from it. This was the first and only time he's let me on him. I'm no longer in the get your butt thrown off the horse phase of my life. You can tell he's been worked with. He's super hard to catch, but once you have him, once you have him, his ground manners are great. Stands tied, great for farrier saddles and takes a bit. Well, when you try to throw your leg over him, he freaks. I don't need him fancy broke. I can do that. I just want to be able to jump on him and ride him around the pasture with my daughter. That says he's around five or six. So that's the end of the ad. It has terrible no punctuation. But the picture below is her on a horse that looks like it's maybe too sadly very underweight. And it looks horrifyingly scared of the saddle. So it was just entertaining to me. But anyway, that's my really bad. Thank Man, you, he, she can get it fancy broke her dang self, okay? She don't need that. She needs you to get your butt thrown off of the horse. Did you see there was a whole conversation in the auditor room explaining to us what fancy broke meant? Because we had this in uh, la uh, last week, I think. And that's a term we hadn't gotten until recently. But fancy broke has become a thing. I did not know that. I yes. did not. I mean, I knew, I knew what it was, but I did not see the discussion. Oh, but fancy discussion. broke means you put your leg on and then it goes and then it goes <laughs> sideways when you do stuff That's and right. it spins around and does all Might the things. Might catch a lead here or there. <clears throat> Debbie sent the next one in. I'm looking for a black and white horse around four. Oh, this is Eastern Oregon. I'm looking for a black and white horse around $4,000. Rideable age. We ride a lot and go fast. <laughs> well, let me get this straight. Oh, one sentence. Eastern Oregon equines on Facebook. Yeah, I'm looking for a black and white horse around 4,000 rideable age. We ride a lot and go fast. That's the only criteria. Is it's got to be black and white. I don't care about anything else. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? 
<laughs> Don't ask questions, Jamie. Meta, no soul, no questions. <clears throat> Penny sent this one in. Oh, gosh. It's long. It's But it's worth it. It's worth it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. I like the first sentence already. Before I go drown myself in either my horse's water trough or wine, I'm marketing this horse one more time. Please, for sake of Captain Marvel, don't inquire if you plan not to show up. Ghost me, window shop, or plan to count his eyelashes and (laughs) measure his winky. They all have happened. I wish I was kidding. What? (laughs) Now, that is something I have never seen. (laughs) Either one of those, actually. (laughs) Hold on. My husband is calling me. Um, Hi, honey. I'm live on the air. Can can I call you back? I love you. Love you, too. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I I usually try to text him, like, can't talk right now. And then he sends me this, like, huge apologetic thing. So, anyway, now he's on the show. You think by Um, now they would know. You know? I mean, seriously, <laughs> he, but he still remembers nine o'clock. Okay. Um, if you are looking for your slowpoke, simple minded Gelden, here you go. He will pack you down the trail while you drink a Miller light. Certainly won't. If you're eat drinking your Coors, he won't go. He's not going to go at all. No, no. He's, he likes Miller only. Yeah. Uh, certainly won't eat your husband or take off with him. Anyone who shows promise on the merry-go-round can ride him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have video. Oh, he sounds like my kind of horse. I should buy this one. Does he buck, rear, or bolt? No. He's either too lazy or doesn't have enough brain cells to do such things. <laughs> he doesn't pin his ears or swish his tail either. Does he need to be in a consistent program? Totally not. <laughs> Weekend warriors rejoice. We will. Will you have to cash in your Bitcoin to keep him sound? Seemingly has the hardiness of a cactus. <laughs> He'll ride out alone as far as we know. He's been taken down the road with traffic alone with no issues. And yes, he loads in a trailer. His spook is a plant and then he walks on. Yes, he is a horse and he will spook at something eventually. Don't let these bomb-proof deluded sellers tell you otherwise. <laughs> they are horses, people. Horses! <laughs> Up to date on everything. If you aren't willing to bring your trailer when you come look at him, don't call me. Move on to the next ad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't bring my horses when I go look at them. Not all the time when I go look at the horses. Yeah, this lady's had some bitter experiences. I mean, somebody went, measured the horse's winky. I mean... That is <laughs> she's she's so crazy. sick of this whole thing. I just realized you were supposed to read that one. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't. That's fine. <laughs> I wanted you to hear say that. Uh, Lindsay sent this one in. Mooney M20J aircraft for sale. Oh, this is the first airplane we ever had. Is this an airplane? $180,000. A new IO390 engine. Complete Garmin glass plant panel. Leather interior, new paint, fresh annual. Selling it because it was purchased without proper consent of loving wife. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, do whatever the hell you want doesn't mean what I thought. (laughs) We'll consider trades for cash plus a good uh, smoking gun filly. No, chick smoking gun filly. Ah, so that he's going to trade a hundred eighty thousand dollar plane for a horse. You know what happened? Let me tell you, because <laughs> my husband would like to have an airplane. You do whatever the f you want. I don't care. And then he, she comes home and he's like, "I got me an airplane." You did what? What did you do? <laughs> I bought an airplane. You told me to do whatever I want. You can't afford no airplane. Blah blah blah. I've been wanting a horse forever. Blah blah. And so now he, she, uh, the to, to pacify the wife and not get a divorce, he's selling the plane and trying to get her a horse. 
I gotta say um, that uh, that vi- go. Remember, we did the survey a while back of how much you can spend without uh, your spouse, you know, without checking with your spouse. I think one hundred eighty thousand was over that. Chick smoking gun, baby. That's a hot. You know, that goes with my whole um, quarter horse fun names. And remember last week I, I told you a little bit about one of our listeners that named his quarter horse. And then I went over, you know, what I thought he should name it. Well, I got an email from Allie and she said that I heard you like weird quarter horse names. I just happened to spend the last four months working at an equine hospital and like, you know, quarter horse world. And so she made a compilation of names for me. Glenn, Did she? <laughs> and she sent it. Now, some of them, I can't like the jockey club would never have allowed because some of them are very offensive and some of them are kind of dirty. Should I read this in the post show? Cause some of them are. Yeah. Why don't we do that in the post show? Perfect. <laughs> okay. We'll do that. All right. I'm, I'm looking this up. Uh, I looked up uh, Ch- chicks smoking gun and chicks smoking gun has its, a lot of websites for chicks smoking gun. So apparently that is a thing. Now I, I am looking to see one for sale here and I did find uh, a ch- Chick's smoking gun one here. Let's see how much this one's going for. Uh, by the way, that's a 20, what is that? 20, uh, like a $20 million sire or something. Oh, it's sold. I don't get to see how much. Damn. You know, I'm like, I'm, I Googled a Mooney M20 airplane. Yeah. I ain't getting that thing. <laughs> is it a little tiny no one? No way. It's like a two-seater. <laughs> it's what they teach the pilots at OU. Because oh. they have OU flight programs. like this tiny little OU plane. Oh, no, no, no. So the wife no. wasn't getting in that either. <laughs> no. I ain't getting on that. Give me a chick smoking gun. Hey, do you have room for a runway there? Could he just land the airplane right on your farm? Oh, no, no, definitely not. You cannot do that. No. I told him, I said, once we get 100 acres, you can have a runway. He reads that. He asked. He measured, didn't he? He actually oh, he went out and measured. <laughs> We're not, it's not flat enough. Sorry. <laughs> you can land it in the street. Okay. What guy wants to fly more after he's been flying for a living? That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're literally in a plane all the time. Why do you want a plane? Not that we could afford a plane. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Why would you want a plane? Because he's like, he's like, you know, at some point this Bitcoin's really going to hit. I'm going to be like, you know, whatever. Has his hit? So, because I'm still waiting, by the way. One he did is pretty good, but like, you know, not like it's not not, not one hundred eighty thousand dollar plane. Like <laughs> before a plane will be an indoor arena. Let me tell you that. Um, but yeah, so he he wants it, and and so I was like, but you're always in a plane. Why would you want to get in a plane again? Like, don't you just want to come home <laughs> and just sit down, or like do something, go for a walk outside? You know, because he sits all day. I mean, that is one thing they don't tell you. I think in pilot training for airlines, it's like you literally drive to the airport. You sit down in a van, you go to the plane, then you sit down. Because they get can't get up and plane. walk around the back anymore. They used to do that. No. <laughs> and they, he can't even go to the bathroom without having to let flight attendants know. So he's like, now I don't even drink coffee when I fly. How does he like, stay awake? <laughs> I know. He's like, if I go, if I go to the bathroom, I have to like alert the flight attendants. I have to come up and like stand guard at the door. It's crazy. So yeah. No. Boy, if you have an issue and you're a pilot, I mean, you ate the wrong thing for dinner the night before. Hmm, that's gonna be a long flight. 
Oh, yeah. It's going to be bad. I'm, I'm sure it <laughs> And happens. we're going to leave everybody on that note. Auditors, hang on, and you're going to hear some of the fun names that Wit, Wit Listener came up with this one. Allie. Allie. All right. She told me I would have to do it in the post show. All right. We're off on Monday. It's a holiday here in the United States, so no show on Monday. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with the Endurance episode with Karen. And, uh, again, our thoughts are to everybody affected by the storm and also the fires out west. And we're yeah, thinking about all you guys. Uh, I, I can't imagine it. So... Here we go. We're into the post show. Thank you for everybody that put us up and had us stop their places. They'll never let you again. That's why we're doing the West Coast next year. <laughs> you gotta go somewhere else. Yeah.